Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Thank you so much for joining us on this Sunday afternoon. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, who's been in the triangle for over 17 years as head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. We get together every Sunday to talk about why healthy teeth are essential for overall great health. And Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Excellent. Halloween's upon us. I'm Halloween. looking forward to dressing up with the kids. And you have your go. costume picked out? I do, yeah. I'm not sure if I want to share. No, no. <laughs> yeah. no I, I really don't. I haven't figured it out. Uh, my sons are, are still debating, so we're, we might go as, as a like a theme as a yeah. family, or we might go as individuals. We ain't decided yet. Yeah, I, I usually decide about. 4.30 on <laughs> Halloween night, what my costume is going to be. I scramble around the house to find a couple things to Those throw Those are the on. best ones, usually. Usually yeah. they are, yeah, yeah. yeah. One, one day, I, one Halloween, I ended up being a, a tennis player, and uh, I, I just randomly found some things. Eh, it came out pretty well. I got, oh, there got you go. Kudos. Yeah, you just never know. You, you never, never know, know what's going to happen. Get those short shorts back from the 70, you know? And That's right, yeah. A wooden know? tennis racket. Ah, oh, man, it, you found my costume. You know, I should go out and market it, sell it on Amazon. All right, well, Dr. Man, let's get, get down to business here because we're going to be talking all about Halloween and preventing cavities after eating Halloween candy. So let's just start with the basics. So what actually causes cavities? Basically, it's caused by bacteria in the mouth. You know, we're all, we all have a bacteria in our mouth that f- uses sugar to form cavities. So um, the, the greater the bacteria in the mouth, the greater the chance that that a that a uh, child will have cavities and so you know it's a real simple uh question uh, you keep the bacteria count down the less cavities you'll have well that's a simple equation yeah. so how does candy and sugar play into this how does that change the equation well candy's two two things you know there's several uh, things in candy that can cause decay some uh candies have like that sour taste mm-hmm. so a lot of uh candies have acid in them to give them that sour and of course they add the sugar in and it gets both of our, our you know our taste buds going but the acid that they add um in it that bacteria loves acid so in an acidic environment it will multiply 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 so that gives you a, a larger number of bacteria now that bacteria uses sugar to form even more acid okay that ends up causing holes in the tooth which ultimately is what a cavity is it's that bacteria creating acid from the sugar which creates holes in the teeth if you think about it acid uh, deteriorates most things you know and it it decalcifies your teeth Okay, and then the good thing about it is those those bacteria are like, wow, man, we got some cavitations now that we can live in and protect ourselves from that toothbrush from. So, uh, its goal is to eat the tooth away, get into those little cavities so that they can't be killed by things in our saliva that that help us defend them off um, the toothbrush, foods that we eat, things like that. So no, that makes a ton of sense because um, you know it. it, it that bacteria, you know, once it gets in and once it, I guess the sugar kind of puts it into overdrive. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that that's and the acid. Good. I mean, because, you know, a lot of kids, um, they like those those sour, sour ones. We didn't, I, we had some sour ones, but not like they do today. I mean, they got some that are just 
outrageous. My son gave me one the other day, and yes, my my kids do eat candy. I'm a dentist. I will, uh, <laughs> uh, but um, I was I, I was like blown away. I was like, this isn't really good. <laughs> <laughs> now, are, are there any candies in particular that are um, you know more sugary or more acidic than others that you know you may want to keep an eye out for? Well, I tell people, you know, you know, the ones that are gonna cause the most cavities are the ones that last the longest. Ah, okay. okay. Um, I always say, you know, time is what causes cavities. So, you know, you can take someone that um, eats a piece of chocolate and they're done with that piece of chocolate in a minute, or you can take someone that's sucking on a on a lollipop and it takes them an hour to finish that lollipop. They're going to get more decay, and the reason why they might be the same sugar content, but you're exposing those bacteria to the sugar longer, which is, is creating that. So I always tell people sticky candies such as gummy bears, taffy, caramels, those stick into the grooves of your teeth, and they're going to sit in those grooves. And so those bacteria are just going crazy, you know, all right, we got us a party here in this <laughs> groove, you know. And so they're going to cause decay in the grooves of your teeth. And then the harder candies – uh, you know, uh, jawbreakers, uh, fireballs—they're the ones that are going to stick around the longest, and you're going to—you're having them in your mouth longer. So, yeah, again, those those bacteria are having a a, a party. Gotcha. Yeah. That that makes sense. So, what I'm hearing from this is you're saying that I can eat all the chocolate that I want, right? Yeah. Well, chocolate—I uh, never pass up chocolate. That's one of my favorite things, especially dark chocolate. Chocolate, if you're going to eat a candy, um, it's the best thing you can eat. Um, dark chocolate has been shown to have, you know, good benefits for your health. But um, the good thing about chocolate is it it, it, it um, resorbs quickly. Um, it's not sticky to your teeth. It melts quickly in your mouth once you put it in there. Um, now, does that mean you can have a Hershey Kiss every, you know, 10 or 15 <laughs> minutes? No, because you will get decay. It is tempting if you keep them by your desk. So I always tell people if you have candy jars near your desk, okay, you got to move them out of the way because you see it. Your body craves sugar, and it's a known fact that your brain actually – it's like a drug. Mm-hmm. It likes sugar. We don't have to have sugar in our life to, to live, but our body loves sugar. Our taste buds love it, and our brain loves it like almost like a drug. So if you have that temptation in front of you, <laughs> then you're going to probably sit there and eat it. A, it's going to cause cavities, and B, long-term, it can, it can lead to some other health issues. But I always tell people – Limit the amount of sugar uh, by keeping that candy, you know, off your off your desk at, at work. Yeah, that's that's some good advice. So we're talking all about preventing cavities after eating Halloween candy because we know we've got Halloween right around the corner here this week. And uh, so far, Doctor Man, I was expecting you to be kind of hardline, and, uh, <laughs> you know, very, very against the candy. But uh, you've got a surprising take here, and uh, we'll we'll see if we can keep that up because I've got some more questions for you, and we'll uh, we'll tackle those in just a bit. If you're interested in setting up an appointment with Doctor Man, you can call the office at nine one nine four six two. 9338. That's 919-462-9338. You can also go online to smileman.com. That's smileman with two ends.com. You can also email Dr. Man there, Dr. Man at smileman.com. A quick break and back. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. 
You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. We're talking all about preventing cavities after eating Halloween candy because Halloween is right around the corner. And Dr. Mann, um, a lot of times on the news when we hear, you know, uh, dentist being interviewed for Halloween because this seems to be a popular time to talk to a dentist oh, on the absolutely. radio or on <laughs> on the TV and we hear about these uh, these buyback programs I'm not too sure what that is but I've got that in my notes here so what is this? Well we did it once in our office and um, a buyback is basically when the kids bring in their candy that they, they got from Halloween and they get uh, a money per pound for the, for the candy and I stopped doing it um, because uh, one boy brought candy in and um i said so hey what are you going to use your money for and he said well i'm gonna go i'm gonna go buy um some more candy and i was like why'd you bring your candy in he goes oh that's the candy i didn't like and so i was like oh my goodness so yeah my my belief in in sugar and candy in general with with children is if you if you're really stringent about your kids having sugar when you're not around they're going to gorge themselves okay you have to learn to have your your kids moderate the intake and yes we as parents have to um you know be the observers and be the ones that say hey you've had enough or whatever i've i've really seen the opposite with kids whose parents are like absolutely no sugar no sugar um and so uh, i think it's important that kids learn because we're not always going to be around and we can set up uh, a habit in a child by really denying them sugar um let them learn to have sugar responsibly because too much sugar can cause a major, major problem. But um, I think that's, that, that, that what I've seen is not allowing your children to have any can have the opposite effect sometimes down yeah. the road. That's that's some good advice and uh, uh, some unintended consequences that people might not think about when, uh, you know, their heart's in the right place. You know, they they don't want their kids to be overloaded with sugar. But I I think you're right yeah. that if you're if you're not teaching that skill of moderation, then um, you, you know you may be inflicting some harm there as well. Yeah, the guilt feeling, you know, um, yeah, and then and then I've seen I've seen pe- uh, adults you know, sit there and eat sweets nonstop throughout the day and um again um most of them are obese or overweight and borderline type 2 diabetics if you start talking to them they're like well you know my parents wouldn't let me have sweets growing up or you know i didn't get a lot when i was growing up because you know uh, we didn't we didn't buy sweets in my house that's a common uh, theme that i've heard from other people and I, i just don't think that that's a good idea yeah, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, well, uh, let's let's get to another topic here, Doctor Man, because yeah, we're, we're heading into Halloween here, and then we've got Christmas around the corner, and this this time of year is synonymous a lot with candy and sweets. So, for the parents who are, are very mindful of that, you know, what can they do to prevent cavities in their children? Yeah, I always say, again, we talked about moderation. You you have to come up with what you think is moderate. To me. You know, you shouldn't give children candy more than once a day, um, dessert more than once a day. And we have to be mindful. There's so many um, things out there that we're feeding our kids that have hidden sugars in them. You know, cereal bars in the morning. It's like eating a candy. The, the filling that's in the middle of that is, is, is really a candy. You know, um, peanut butter and jelly. You know, the jelly is, is a candy. It's, you know, so we have to moderate that amount because 
if we start um, giving them candy on top of those other things along with dessert and things like that, the next thing you know, we've created a problem where they have decay and some other issues. So moderate the amount of sugar intake, not just candy or a piece of pie or a piece of cake. Moderate the other foods that they're also um, consuming to make sure that there's not too much sugar being constantly exposed to tooth. Now, remember, fruit, okay, has sugar in it, natural sugars. So we have to moderate that as well. Um, I've seen children that don't hardly eat any candy, but they just are, are they just love grapes or mm-hmm. oranges or apples, and they're constantly eating them, and that's all they eat. They get a lot of decay. So we have to monitor that sugar. The other thing is you want to make sure that you don't have any sugar after um, I always I, I pick the the time of six in the evening, okay. Um, sugary drinks, uh, candy, um, uh, cake, things like that. Try to um, eliminate that by six because our saliva, okay, is a great way to def- to defend um, from getting decay. And if we allow that to work before we go to sleep, when hey, if we're mouth breathing, our mouth's going to dry out. Uh, things like that. So 6 o'clock would be a cutoff for me. And then always tell your kids if they eat something sweet, especially candy, something that's chewy, um, drink some water and rinse it around. You know, that w- that's one of the best things you can do if you don't have a toothbrush around. But if you have a toothbrush, of course, we know that's the best. But drink water because that's key. Just like your saliva is, is um, diluting that bacteria and that sugar, water does the same thing. So you're telling me I, I should eat dessert first when I when I eat go dessert out first? Eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's funny. Um, you know, that's almost like uh, one of those com- comedians saying that dessert should be at the beginning of uh, yeah. of the table and, and not the end of uh, <laughs> when you're going down the line. Right. Yeah, I think so. It makes sense to me. You know, that that's what I heard and all that, but uh, that's probably not what I should have taken away from that. Well, uh, Doctor Man, uh, we hear a lot about fluoride in, in preventing cavities. Um, does does that work? Does fluoride do the trick for? Yes, you know, fluoride comes in in, a, in three or four different um, things. So, the first thing that that started way back is fluoride in water. You know, and um, it's uh, it's been around for you know a long time. And, and the f- first way they figured out that it that it um, helped with decay is um, someone was doing a study on on two Indian populations that lived fairly close together, but they were different tribes. They lived within a hundred miles, and um, their diet was similar, and um, but what they found is one had, had more decay than the other. So then they started going to the water, and they found that one water source had a higher natural fluoride content than the other. And they did some research, and that's how they found that fluoride, which is a natural substance, an element, um, basically um, helps decrease decay. Okay. Um, now, there's a lot of forms of fluoride now in our – you know, we have it in toothpaste rinses we applied at the dental office there's different types of fluoride there's stannous fluoride um there's silver diamine fluoride um uh so so fluoride in general helps yes do you have to have fluoride to keep from getting decay no if you're good and diligent at home about uh, rent, uh brushing your teeth decreasing the amount of sugar intake flossing um, and helping your child come up with a good routine. Do they have to have fluoride every night? No. Um, but fluoride does help decrease decay. And then those um, kids that come into our, our, our practice that have a large amount of decay, fluoride is our, is our, is our treatment 
because it will stop it. Um, silver diamine fluoride, which has been around for a long time, but we just started using it topically in our office, but it will actually stop the progression of decay. So we tend to use it in a lot of young kids that come in that, that have decay that we can't, that won't cooperate. We can't, you know, drill on because they're, they're too young. We can paint silver diamine fluoride on that decay and it'll stop it. Wow. From, from progressing. So that is great. Um, it does stain. So it does turn the area dark. Um, but it's a wonderful product. It also is good for seniors, uh, who are older that, um, that we can't treat for health reasons, dementia, Alzheimer's, or whatever. We use it a lot on those patients to stop progression or decay as well. Um, we also use it for, for incipient lesions. So there's a lot of people who get decay between their teeth, and it's still in the enamel, but it's not into the soft part of the, their teeth. Instead of doing fillings in my office, we treat that with silver diamine fluoride, and it stops the progression of it. Wow. So I would say, yes, it works, but do you have to have fluoride? I grew up um, in the country on a well water, so we never had fluoride in our water, and I've never had a, never had a cavity in my life. Gotcha. Well, so I've never had a filling. Yeah. Ever. Wow. And I, and I grew up without fluoride. So um, do you have to have it? No. Does it help? Yes. Gotcha. Well, that's, that's some great advice. And again, if you're uh, interested in following up, maybe you want to learn some more from Dr. Mann and you want to schedule an appointment, you can call 919-462-9338. That's 919-462-9338 online at smileman.com. That's man with two N's, smileman.com. A quick break and back, and we'll continue our conversation on preventing co- preventing cavities this Halloween. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. Jason Kong here with Dr. Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. We're talking all about preventing cavities after eating Halloween candy as Halloween is <laughs> staring us in the face right around the corner here. I know I'm looking forward to it. My neighbor. So what's your favorite candy? My favorite candy? Um, oh, man, I've got a weakness for Snickers. Snickers, Snickers and Twix. Okay. Um, I'm, uh, I'm not a big chocolate guy, but when it comes to Halloween, you know, I, I, I like those. I like the Snickers and the Twix. Yeah. How about you? I think uh, Reese Cups. I, I yep. have to say Reese Cups. Yeah, uh, you're like my wife. She uh, <laughs> uh, the Reese Cups. That's her. That's her kryptonite. I wouldn't pass up on the Snickers either, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. Those. Uh, that's that's my go-to. Um, well, Doctor Man, you know this is a, an important time for parents who are taking their kids out for Halloween because we know that uh, again, it's it's a fun holiday. It's it's great to participate, and the candy is wonderful as well. But we got to be careful and mindful of cavities. So, you know, let's talk about brushing your teeth for for kids, and you know, when do we start that, and what's what's the proper procedure? You know, and that's that's the most important thing to prevent decay because we get a we get a film on our teeth called plaque, and it builds up as soon as we finish brushing our teeth. Getting all or as much of that plaque off as we can is going to reduce and plaque is that bacteria that puts those holes in your teeth. So I, I tell um, parents to start using the finger brushes as soon as the teeth start popping into the mouth um, because it's going to get the child used to having something in there. And um, and those are pretty common. But around age two and a half to three, um, even at two, if you feel like your your child is developmentally ready, let them start brushing their teeth by themselves. 
show them the proper way, brushing, you know, in the back, the front, and on the tops of the teeth, um, in which direction we brush down on the top, up on the bottom, um, and, and let them do it, you know. And then I would always say come back and, you know, follow up with the brushing and see how well they do. There's there's disclosing solutions that you can buy in the um, – in the grocery stores and in, in, in the pharmacies that will actually disclose and show you where they're missing. And, it, and, and it's really fun. They got some fun stuff out now, colors that glow in the dark and all kinds of stuff. But you can have them brush and then they can rinse with the stuff and it'll show where they're missed. And then you can have them go back and follow up. And that's a good teaching um, way for them to realize which, um, it's kind of like that thing at the state fair where they have you rub your hands with the germs and they have you go wash and you, in black light, you see where you missed your germs. It's similar to that. They can go back and brush those germs away and then they'll learn to brush properly. That's a helpful helpful tip because again it's hard to visualize uh, the bacteria and the germs there if you know if you can't see them you know you, you can't see them yeah. you know they're the color of your teeth you know until they get really really bad you know some people don't brush their teeth for a long time they can start turning green and different colors oh but, my goodness um, but yes I, I think it's very it's also very important to start a routine and I say this uh, we we said this when I talked about healthy start before it's a routine when you go to sleep at night. Always start going to bed at this, or try to get the the child in the bed at the same time every night. Also, have them brush their teeth for two minutes and go through that same routine. Okay, they're going to know the importance of it. Don't ever let them skip, even if they feel tired um, and they don't want to do it. Because when you start doing that, it, it decreases the importance of it. Um, once the kid gets older, in the six seven range, I would even uh, five, depending again on their development skills, I would have them start flossing. Because flossing is a great way to keep cavities from forming in between the teeth, the ones that we see with x-rays. And so I would, I would say, hey, we, that's, that's one of the things that we, you know, always say, floss only those teeth you want to keep. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to start at an early age. <laughs> that, that makes sense. All right. Well, what about a, a first visit to the dentist or getting checked for cavities? Mm-hmm. When's the time to do that? I, I would say by three, you know, unless the kid is having uh, or ch- child is having some issues, you see some dark stains and you're concerned, you definitely by age three want to bring them in. We tend to not take x-rays at age three. We tend to just get them in and look on the outside to make sure they don't have any cavities, get them used to coming to the dentist. But um, by four or five, we tend to take x-rays to see between their teeth to make sure they don't have decay. And that's what those x-rays are for. And then by age six, um, we, we take some other x-rays to make sure their development is, is, is going properly. But um, three years is a very important time to bring your child in because if you don't start them that early, and I always tell them, bring them in when you're getting your teeth clean. Because if they see you get your teeth clean without any problems, now if you have a fear, don't bring them in. <laughs> right? Bring them in with someone who doesn't have a fear of the dentist because they'll pick up on it. But bring them in, let them see that it's an okay thing the first time, and then most most kids are, are, are a breeze after that. That's that's some great advice and something that I don't think a lot of people would think about. You know, it's uh, that's a great tip because just seeing that and saying, yep. "Oh, mommy or daddy did this," you that's know, right. it's, it's easy. It's easy and it's yeah. fun. Or you know, a lot yeah, of we times make it fun for our kids. Like yeah. we we ride them up and down the chair, we blow up the gloves and let them play with it, <laughs> so that they think that coming to the dentist is 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 and and that's what I discourage parents: do not bring your child the first time to the dentist for a problem. Oh, that's a good because tip. they will always think that the dentist is a is a bad place. Yeah. So, you know, that's why, you know, you know, you never want to get shots uh, when your kids the first time they're in a pediatric uh, pediatrician's office because 
they don't want to go back ever again. Yep. It's a struggle. But uh, uh, don't bring your kid to the dentist the first time um, for a problem. You know, bring them in and and let us have fun with them and, and, and get that confidence before we have to bring him in for the cleaning. Or if he does have a cavity, it goes much better if, if he's been there before and he's comfortable with us. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And if you need to schedule that appointment, you can call 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. You can also go online to smileman.com. That's smileman with two ends. Dot com. You can also email Dr. Mann there as well at drman at smileman.com. Dr. Mann has two wonderful offices in the Triangle, one in Cary off of 315 East Chatham Street, the other in Garner off of Highway 70. And Dr. Mann, what do we have on tap for next week? We are going to talk about dental implants. Excellent, excellent. Looking forward to that discussion. I hope that you'll join us as well. If you missed any of this episode or previous episodes, you can go online to WPTF.com. Head over to the Teeth Talk section, and you can find all of our past programs there as well. We're out of time for today, but we hope you'll join us again next Sunday at 430 for Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great weekend.